Who, who's going to do the intro, Michael? We didn't talk no. about this. No. You said you were going to do it. I th- you said you were going to do it. No, no, no. I have the text right here. You said yesterday at 11.43 that you were going to do the intro. What? So who's doing it? Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why don't you do it? Okay. <clears throat> or no, well, I, I can do it. Yeah. Uh, hello, hey, everybody. This is no, Noodles at no, Noon. No, Michael. I Michael, you said I could do it. Oh. You said I could do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go. Go. Okay. Hey, guys. everybody. Oh, what? Guy, this isn't working. I got an idea. Here, just hit, just hit play, right? Ready? Go. Hit it! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Noodles at Noon, the show that focuses on things that are not worth focusing on. Uh, hello, I'm Noah. I'm, I guess I'm the host this week. Uh, Michael is also here. Michael, tell us about yourself. I am here. I am below five foot eight. I have black hair and brown eyes, and my driver's license says I still wear glasses. I need <laughs> to get that changed before I get pulled over and then get fined for not having a current driver's license. <laughs> and that driver's license ID number was what again? Uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, maybe that's you don't get that. <laughs> That's in the Discord server. He's going to post mm-hmm. that in the yes, private sir. information channel. <laughs> and we are also joined this week by returning special guest, Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Welcome back. Hello, folks. Hey, this is awesome. I think this is the trifecta that no one ever asked for, but super excited to be on with you and Michael. Man, this is the team. Miss Ben, but hey, this we're going to make the most. All it took was for Ben to be at his bachelorette party. And then we get to live it up here. That's where his brother were, his brother said, Ben is going to a bachelorette party or something. That uh, that was verbatim what he said. So Wow. Don't shoot wow. the messenger. Ben won't listen to this anyway, right? All I know is listen. I've texted Ben a few times, but all I heard was he's in Vegas and he's like barely texted me this week. So I don't even know if he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> this may yeah. be it for the rest of this podcast. It may just be the three of us. He's in the time warp that is Vegas. It is a world all all of its own. <laughs> you know, uh, the one time I was in Vegas, it like it just creeped me out. I never really liked it. And then the transmission in my car went out. And we didn't live in Vegas. Mm. We were traveling. We were visiting people. And so I have the least uh, fond memories of Vegas. I <laughs> never want to go back. It ruined your car. Double whammy. Man, and then you were stranded while it was like 117 degrees out so that was actually that was actually a bit of an adventure so like i tried to drive home i like was trying to be an optimist and so we left vegas we were like 100 miles out of vegas and the transmission started smoking like i started losing power it's sunday and we're in like mormon country you know in utah (laughs) and the 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 car like will no longer accelerate so i luckily there was an exit ramp i coasted off the exit ramp and into this gas station um of course like it's sunday so no one's working i finally after calling around a few places found a uh, repair shop who was willing to buy the car for parts and so i Mm. sold the car for 450 dollars. i took off the tags and we approached like this car of this carload of girls. It was Melissa and I. We approached this carload of girls who were like, and we said, "Are you headed to Salt Lake?" And they said, "Actually, we are. 
would you, can we hitch a ride with you? Sure. Climb in. It was like a little like hatchback. So there was already three in the car. So like, (laughs) it was like this crowded hatchback in the car and uh, Mormons are great. I'm not teasing Mormons, but Mormons do a thing where they have like annual conference. And even if you don't attend, you're required to listen or you're supposed to listen on the radio. So they were listening to the conference. And so we listened to the Mormon conference and drove two hours up to Salt Lake, uh, bought plane tickets with our money that we sold the car for and flew home. Wow. (laughs) It worked out. It worked out. It was a story, an adventure. That's an awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those things that might have been a little stressful at the time. But what a cool story that you always have now. Right. And and we had an extra time, so we had a super good dinner in the Salt Lake Airport. A $450 dinner? <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Well, Daniel, it's really good to have you on the show. Um, what it's It's been, I think, a few months since we've had you on the podcast. I think maybe February was the last time, so... Could be. What's new in your world? Um, Man... Yeah, life is good. Springtime has hit. You know, it's always like I do enjoy, I legitimately enjoy winter and fall. But every time spring rolls around, like, you know, being able to eat out on the patio and all those things, it like, it just feels really good. And um, one of the things that I, well, what, what's, let me ask you guys, what's your relationship with animal husbandry? <laughs> um, I've whoa. never married an animal or been a husband to an animal. <laughs> That's not what that means, Noah. <laughs> homeschooler, right? No, I think. Hey, I just want to say, like, the homeschoolers were the prime animal husbandry people. Like, I knew people growing up that were like, you know, middle school, high school that were super into animal husbandry, but it's not right. something I've ever done. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun term because like not many people are familiar with that term and it sounds super creepy and gross, but (laughs) like animal husbandry is essentially, you know, the care for livestock and a lot of things count as livestock, like rabbits, you know, those people who have chickens in their backyard. So yeah. um, That's me. (laughs) Do you actually? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It's not some elaborate bit. I would show you, but it's across the hallway. So so you do have a relationship nice work um bees honeybees actually count Mm. as livestock so um you know little little known fact i i am a beekeeper i keep bees and the springtime is always a time of year where you know things are starting to get going the bees are kind of coming out of dormancy from the winter you can't start to see the nectar flowing and the honey and stuff so anyway this morning um did a bee check, a hive check on the hive, and uh, my daughter is interested in learning, so we were out there kind of working together. It was a lot of fun. Um, the bees are doing great. They're making lots of babies, lots of larvae, lots of honey. It's working. So how many like bees do you start with, and how many bees are going to be born? Like, What kind of numbers are we talking mm-hmm. here? Yeah, if, you're, if your hive, if, if you've got a healthy hive that's kind of surviving and doing well it's around fifty thousand bees whoa in the average hive 40 to fifty thousand. um it's pretty common that your bees don't last through the winter there's so many it's it's kind of a sad fact of you know the whole thing but i i'm starting with a new package or a nuke of bees this year and a a new package or nuke of bees has about ten thousand. that sounds epic 
Yeah. <laughs> Biological warfare, nuke of bees. <laughs> Just drop it on someone. <laughs> nuke is, I think it's short for nucleus, you know, so in other words, it's oh, okay. a it's a queen that's already kind of established cool. on, on cool. a couple of frames. Not as cool, for sure, but... All right, I'm going to put a few pictures from this morning's check in the in the nudists. <laughs> yeah, that way you can kind of see what's going on. But yeah, they're doing great. So, um that's what that's what's been fun. Um that's what's been fun for me this week. The you know, keeping water like they've got like a little fountain out there that we keep watered and uh making sure that they you know, in the in the spring before the flowers start going, you kind of do sugar water so they've got nectar to pull from and yeah, they're doing really good. So it's been fun. So how long have you been doing that? So this will be my fifth season doing bees. Nice. So how many stings do you get on an average <laughs> year? Like, is it zero or is it like 50,000? 50, 50, <laughs> one for well, each bee. Well, I mean, some, some people like, some people like to ride the balance. I just, I just mitigate, you know, I, I go ahead and wear the stuff. A lot of people don't wear the stuff and they just live with the stings, you know? So it's kind of Why? personal preference. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think in total, I've had like three, maybe four stings in the five years. Not bad. Not bad. Wow. Yeah. Not bad. And most of the stings are when I'm actually not working on the hive. It's just when uh -huh. I'm in the yard doing something else. Like one time I was out pulling weeds in front of the hive and like this bee dive bombed me and stung me right <laughs> in the nuke is yeah. <laughs> stung me right in the face, like right on the cheek <laughs> underneath my eyeball. And like it kind of swole up, you know, it it was pretty epic looking. Um and then I got to tell people no, I wasn't in a fist fight. A bee stung my face. So So I see in these photos that you've got the smoker oh, yeah. there with the bellow whatever thing. Uh what what is the smoke? Is it just straight up like you're putting some wood in there and and lighting it or is it a special mixture of something oh no it's just natural stuff i i we've got a i don't even know what kind of but it's some kind of pine tree off the side of the house and so i use pine needles and okay. um yeah the smoker helps i mean a lot of people think the smoker is to make the bees think their house is on fire and so <laughs> they like are distracted but actually the smoke masks the pheromone the pheromones that bees put out to like warn one another oh. that there's a threat so essentially you're oh. like you're like unplugging the fire alarm when you put the, <laughs> when you put the smoker in <laughs> so it just kind of helps the bees kind of stay calm and cool i knew it did that i just didn't know how it did i thought it made them sleepy <laughs> I don't right know how it worked. <laughs> right nope just kind of makes them relax so like in those pictures you see like that dark halo on each of those frames that's where like the queen is laying the eggs and the larva. So each frame will have like this little central core at the bottom of eggs and larva, and then this like band of pollen and then a band of honey. So like, okay. each, each of those little frames is kind of like a kind of like a little nucleus of bee life. It's awesome. Got it. How much honey do you get out of like a year's worth of doing this? Yeah. Um on a good year, one hive, this is crazy, <laughs> one hive in your backyard, and I, I don't live on a farm, I live in a neighborhood, you know, so this is just in the backyard, but one hive will produce anywhere from five to ten gallons of honey. Holy smokes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, buddy. 
Man, it's and amazing. we've got some a little bit of Dickie's barbecue product promotion in that shot too. Very nice. Good, good restaurant. Mm. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> that's the uh that's the wax cup. So all the cause <laughs> you gotta like you gotta clean it up. Like bees are they'll just every little crack and cranny, they'll start building honeycomb in. And that's fine, but like you wanna kinda keep your bees orderly your hive orderly so like a lot of a bee check is just scraping off the stuff that they're building where they shouldn't be mm. that all goes in the cup and then the cup i melt down and put through cheesecloth and we make candles and stuff nice Burt's bees daniel's bees hey that's new, right new brand coming at you <laughs> <laughs> what's your dog's name the dog's name is yoda <laughs> I My dog is named Lando. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and his date of birth is May 4th. Oh, is really? really? Yeah, I didn't know so that. that's why he that's why wow. he's named Lando. Yeah, we we're just thinking like we've got a philosophy that pets should be short, like two syllable names. So yes. all of our pets are two syllables. So we're like, what's next? And Yoda just came up, so <laughs> <laughs> No, it's good. That's good. Yeah, the short are, are, is this because you don't want um it to be too long like you want an efficient name that you can yell a lot if you need to yell at the dog like you don't want to have to yell spartacus a bunch of times yeah it's less that and more that it just sounds stupid when you're like <laughs> trying to call no, your you're trying to call your animal and you're like you know hey demetrius sesquidelius whatever <laughs> last name. i don't know it just doesn't work out so our our names have been kushli bam bam momo yoda Let's see what else. Yeah. Anyway, two, two syllable names. Limit. Those are the best. <laughs> well, Michael, how many bees have you raised this week? <laughs> exactly zero. <laughs> yeah, you heard right. None of them. But uh, right before the show, I asked Noah to remind me of what I did this week. I was browsing my Google Calendar, and there was nothing noteworthy in there. <laughs> um, but he reminded me that we played Minecraft this week, which is always such a good time. I love playing Minecraft, and yeah. with Noah, it makes it less treacherous to venture into the nether and spend approximately six hours trying to find another fortress. <laughs> uh, Minecraft doesn't log your time or anything like other video games, but I probably spent six hours trying to find another fortress over the last week. It was disgusting. And then also this week, to continue the saga of me buying stuff, um, <laughs> I went on to Craigslist and I found a coffee table and an end table, solid wood, and I got them for 30 bucks. Three zero. Nice. And Whoa. it was awesome. So they're downstairs right now, and they're going to be moving with me when that's happening. And I was just excited about it because I paid for them with my own money, and they're mine, and they look great. They're in really good condition. And it was a good time. So that's my week. Not very exciting, but it's not as boring as Ben's. I did nothing this week. That's it. So there you go. <laughs> And like you can put a hot coffee cup on that coffee table and make a coffee ring on it, and like you got nobody nobody to blame but yourself. What right right Noah? Yeah, <laughs> I posted this picture in our Discord. Um, I, we got a mug from work that I don't know, Daniel. You're the you're the pottery guy. What, how would you describe the makeup of that mug? Well, it's like, you know, it's fully glazed on the inside, but the outside, it's only glazed halfway. So the bottom of the mug is like the unglazed pottery. So it's kind of like porous and, you know, you can see and feel the clay. It's cool. So I have a really bad habit of not using coasters, especially in our home now, because most of our furniture, it's 
like super old or used. Some of it we found next to a dumpster. Some of it, you know, was really cheap from garage sales. So I'm not too mindful of our furniture. And about every Saturday morning, I will make a cup of coffee or tea and set it on the end table and, you know, be playing a game or working on my computer or watching something in our living room. Uh, And I've never had a problem until last week. I had this mug that I'd never used before, um, but I decided to switch up our mug cabinet a little bit and try this different mug. And something about the makeup of this mug, it gets like super heated underneath on the bottom side. And so I left my mug on this end table and then ended up going to do something and coming back a couple hours later. And I picked up the mug and it had turned a whole circle. uh, Well, not just not just like a ring but the entire circle was had turned our brown end table white and i'll post a picture of this on the website too um all pi r squared is uh, is white there yeah (laughs) it's not a ring by any means not a mild ring it's like it made a white circle in our brown table it couldn't be more obvious (laughs) (laughs) but the really great thing is I have a very understanding wife and the end table was $7 from an estate sale, I think she said. So she came down and she saw it and I said, yeah, I've been meaning to tell you about that. And she said, well, <laughs> let's just flip it around and put like a tissue box over it or something. Yeah, put your Lego, what is that, Notre Dame? On yeah, top of it? yeah, that's exactly what happened. So you can see in the picture <laughs> online, it messed up this table really bad. So... Now we have a coaster on this table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's the great stuff about uh like yeah, starting off with furniture. Like we everybody does the same. You start off with garage sale stuff, like cheap stuff from Craigslist, and it's fun. Like you get to watch your furniture level your furniture game grow over the years. <laughs> so Michael, welcome to your first coffee table and end table. I like how we how we've hijacked Michael's update. Like at least twice now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm used to it. I'm used to it. It's all good. Michael, does does Chivalry Bean listen to our podcast? Do you know? Um, not sure, but he is commenting on all of the photos. (laughs) I want to shout out to Chivalry Bean. He's always in our Discord, and he always posts funny stuff. I like how Chivalry Bean like specifies that they're not Nick Cage in their comments. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I have to I admit, a lot of what he says goes over my head. <laughs> I thought you would relate to it most, Noah. You're, you two are the homeschool gang, the creed of the homeschool. Well, we tried to have a conversation about anime yesterday, and Michael had to shut that down pretty quick. No, cause... no, 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 no. Someone brought me into it, and then I shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's not an anime fan. <laughs> no, but you can talk anime all you want. But once someone brings me into it, you, you invited my opinion. And that was your fault. So, <laughs> Michael, what's your jam on Minecraft? You, you mentioned you're playing Minecraft. Like, what's your proudest Minecraft moment? I don't remember my proudest one, but I remember one of my earliest ones was I had a, a single player world. And this was back beta 1.4. So beds just came out. And that's not relevant to the story at all. But I was afraid. <laughs> I was totally terrified to leave my house, especially at night, because I don't know, back then Minecraft was kind of scary <laughs> to play yeah. alone. Like, uh-huh. I feel like the colors and everything were different. And it was kind of just a darker mood that it was just kind of like, oh, that's spooky. And at night, there was no gradual fade to darkness. It was like choppy. 
Um, so I never left my house and it took me probably like six or seven months to find diamonds on that map because I just <laughs> never went into a cave and never went anywhere. And I built into the side of this mountain and it looked terrible because I was in middle school and all this stuff. But that's one of my earliest memories. And I don't know my proudest moment, except I accidentally may have killed Cole in our in our survival multiplayer the other day. And it was hilarious, but we don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> Man, yeah. the, the things... The things that you just take to be normal in Minecraft, like when you actually start talking to them, talking about it to other people, it's like, okay, that is super weird. I was showing my wife, uh, I, I developed this really sweet villager breeder, and then this system to be able to move the villagers to another place, and then you can put down the block and give them a profession and do the trades, you know, all that kind of stuff yeah. that just sounds totally normal. But I started showing her how it works and how the the villager one farms and gives the other one carrots and then they make a baby and then the baby runs and falls in a hole and I move the baby <laughs> with water and then the baby grows up and then I put the baby in a mine cart and move it over to another spot. She's like, that is super dark. <laughs> I'm like, it can be a little inhumane. <laughs> I'm like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have called them babies. They're just like miniature traders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Minecraft is crazy. What does Melissa, your wife, think about Minecraft? Because she's like an artist. I could see her appreciating the art that can be done in Minecraft. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there was one little season of our lives where Melissa was in on a video game with us. And it was mainly it, we were living living overseas at the time, and as a matter of fact, we were both into Minecraft. I mean, not Minecraft, World of Warcraft. And so oh. we had Melissa's brother was living in the states, and so we had like a little Warcraft group, and we would go run dungeons and stuff. And so, like, she super got into Warcraft mainly because of like the like she was a hunter, so finding the pets, and then um, you know the whole crafting thing, going out and like getting your ores and getting yeah and then playing the auction house so she got super deep into warcraft but other than that she hasn't really gotten into video games she sees them obviously between myself and the kids but um nah she's not she's like it's not on her radar she doesn't have time for that <laughs> well i can talk a little bit about what i did this week um i i managed to get out of the house which was really exciting and Whoa. usually, so Tuesdays and Thursdays, my wife works in the evening. So I'm kind of on my own. And usually I use that time to s close all the windows and turn off all the lights and just play video games in the dark. Maybe lock them doors and turn them <laughs> Which is actually what I did Tuesday when I played Minecraft with Michael. But Thursday rolled around <laughs> and um, I had some work and some things I needed to do at home. But I had to go run some food over to a church kind of near like our old town area. And I went and did that and ran into our uh, pastor there and um, their family. And they were getting ready to kind of go into old town and eat dinner out. And it was like their first big dinner outing as a family since COVID. So it was a big deal. They were excited to get out and, you know, get to go eat. And then I started thinking about what a nice day it was and how I didn't want to go home and just play video games in the dark or work on any of the work that I wanted to work on <laughs> or didn't want to work on but needed to work on. So I decided to spontaneously go walk around our old town area. And it was super nice. It was like super nice weather. I knew I wanted to end up at this uh, local chicken place eventually. So I kind of my meandered my way to this chicken place 
And then I went in and ate there and I ate there by myself. And I couldn't tell you the last time I ate out by myself. Like, I don't know that I've done that since COVID times. Um, it was very weird. I didn't know what to do with myself when I got my food and was at my table. Like, do I get on my phone? Do I just like stare at people? Whose hand do I hold when I say grace? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd have to ask the waitress, hey, I got to say grace. Would you mind holding my hand for a minute? <laughs> Usually don't there's somebody here. Don't read into it. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it weird. Just, let's go with just, it. just hold me. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it weird. Just hold me. I thought you were going to like get yourself involved to our pastor's meal. I thought <laughs> yeah, I that would have been what I was going to. <laughs> I knew what restaurant they were going to end up at, so I was like, "Hmm, maybe if I just wander in and oh, look, I'm here too." <laughs> you should have followed them in and like then set up at the table opposite, just kind of like watch them eat. <laughs> it looked really sad and lonely. <laughs> Man, I wish I had somebody to eat food with. It's cool. You have a whole family. <laughs> yeah, families are nice. They say grace with you, then really get you back to your own table. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, all right, well, we said the prayer, Noah. Um, I think it's time for you to leave. <laughs> Clearly, you're not taking the hint. So, That's awesome. Our, our town does have a really amazing old town. Mm-hmm. But it definitely, I don't know, I got some social anxiety just walking, especially by myself, because I don't walk around places by myself hardly anymore. Um, it just felt very foreign, like all these people and sometimes there were kind of crowded streets that, I don't know, it was all kind of unfamiliar territory for me. And then later on, I decided to stop in Target on the way home and look for a playground ball because I'm determined to play some Foursquare with some people. We have some great Foursquare, like chalk drawings by our house, and I'm just determined to play Foursquare. So I've been trying to find a <laughs> playground ball, but... Like, still, I was just feeling weird walking through this store by myself, and a lady and some guy that was with her, they were walking the opposite. And you ever do that thing where you're, like, you're trying to, like, acknowledge that somebody's there and just, like, kind of nod at them, but also not be weird or creepy or, like, you know, just stare at people? Really quick, you know what I've noticed is that's, like, such an American thing, because I've been to Mexico, I go to Mexico frequently, um, and there... Maybe it's just the hotel staff is forced to, the resort staff is forced to say this, but anytime you walk by them, they say hi. Mm-hmm. I think it's an American construct that like we walk by people with our blinders on. Yeah. And like that's what is awkward. So anyway, continue. Yeah. So that's, th- but that's perfect because that's exactly how this story gets weird is I'm walking down and like as this lady and this guy are like neck and neck with me, she just turns to me and goes, hey, how are you? And keeps walking. <laughs> But so I like I looked back over my shoulder and like maybe I know her maybe she's and I just like rudely walked by her and I looked back and I definitely don't know her like I don't know anybody that looks like this lady and I think she was just like being nice or something but she didn't give me time to respond before she was like walking past me and I'm like and I just like let out this little like good but it's like <laughs> under my mask and I'm sure she couldn't hear me because yeah, I'm wearing a mask and everything and you too. And I just kept walking. Like I didn't stop or anything. And I don't know. It's these weird social encounters that I have to relearn how to handle and how to acknowledge people. <laughs> yeah, man, the struggle is real as, as we began, like, you know, getting vaccinated and we like start entering back into social things. We had some friends who are moving out of state 
and they had one of those things where like they just invited everybody that they know over to their house like they were they were grilling in the backyard they just had people hanging out and even though it was like in their yard to see something around 50 or 60 people all in one place <laughs> that's not like your workplace or church or something was like it was really kind of weird i mean yeah. i think we're all gonna have to kind of relearn how to do things oh yeah all yeah, the yeah, yeah. social progress I've made in the last few years, I feel like it's all just <laughs> regressed in the past year. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I bet like those have you I don't know about you, but like I listen to a lot of podcasts <clears throat> noodlespodcast.com. And um noodlespodcast.com. Oh, and I don't know if it like is it just me or are you noticing a lot of those like online counseling things being advertised? <laughs> Yeah, those are sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> they are sketchy, but like the fact that they're advertising those so often, I mean, clearly either there's a need or there's people are like monopolizing on a felt need anyway. I think yeah, I think a lot of people are feeling it. Speaking of, I I just want to say I listened to Conan O'Brien's podcast randomly this week. I think we have a better mic setup. I think our podcast sounds Seriously? better, and that made me feel really good. Is he recording nice. it at home on his laptop or something? I, I don't know. Whatever it was, I was like, oh, I mean, our mics sound better than this. <laughs> I was actually talking to Ben. It's been months, um, but I was talking to Ben about like, I don't think we realize how our our nudists don't realize how spoiled they are with, with our <laughs> show, because even though the content may be lacking, the audio quality, because we've all done video stuff, we all have interest in, in these things. Um, we have all the gear to make a, a really good sounding show. And I don't think that uh, maybe that just kind of flew under the radar, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, this is really cool. Cause it could, my, a lot of my friends have started shows and they don't sound as good. <laughs> so <laughs> it goes a long way. Well, and I've noticed, yeah, a lot of the podcasts I listen to and several of them have had to go remote and I think they are just like taking the Zoom recording. And we've had to do that a few times too when we've had technical yeah. issues on the back end. But yeah, we like right now we're all recording separately and we all have good mics and interfaces and it's it's pretty sweet. It's not that hard to make a good sounding podcast anymore, which is really cool. Yeah, man. Just that little extra effort. Pat ourselves on the back. But um like especially like when they like have people call in. The thing that I don't understand is like when they you know, they have people call in and they just take the phone recording over Zoom and like use that. <laughs> like, all you have to do is tell the person calling in, like, turn on the voice recorder on your phone at the same time as talking to us. <laughs> right. And then send us that file. Like, yeah. so much better. Like, like big podcasts that don't even do that. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Daniel. I've had to do this and I know you've had to do this too uh, with creating online church services, having to get people to like Google Drive you a video. Yeah. Some weeks that's a struggle depending oh, on who the person is. <laughs> the struggle, man. And you know, <laughs> hey, like we can call like the big big bad monopoly Apple a bad guy, but you know, it's the people outside of the Apple ecosystem that can never get it done. <laughs> like yeah, for whatever it's worth. Sorry Android people, but like I don't know why it, it, there's just no easy way to get a file off an Android phone to uh, that. To, of course, you know, cue the hot replies to this one. But of course, people <laughs> me can get holding it figured my out. Android phone. Yeah, rant. Don't but um, it. I mean, 
I, I just tell people if they're on Android to like share it like with Google Photos and that tends to work out. You know, that's pretty like most people can get that figured out. But yeah, getting the file can sometimes be a struggle. Well, maybe that can be our speak pipe question this week. Are you team iPhone or team Android? All those Android people, whatever, <laughs> you know, mean things you want to say to Daniel, this is your safe space. Yeah. Well, or we can like or secondarily, what do you hate about Android users? And what do you hate oh about gosh. iPhone no, no, users? No, no. We're, we are not starting that. <laughs> I thought he was just going to leave it there. What do you hate about Android users? <laughs> just leave it. No. Like the fact that when you have an Android user in your group text and somebody likes a message, it oh, sends yeah. that message to everybody that's like, Daniel P has liked the following message. And then it relays the entire message again. Uh. <laughs> They're all just tools. I mean, honestly, I'm not I'm not a jerk about it. Whatever tool you like, use the tool. Like actually most of the people who are super security related tend to like wanna use Android or whatever and like hack it so they can take off everything. I don't know. Whatever. Everybody finds their spot. Find your lane. And stay in it. And uh, conform. Well. <laughs> stay in it. <laughs> Speaking of staying in it, I have a game. Are we ready for games? Do you want to do some Whoa, games? I'm ready a couple for games. games. Nice segue. <laughs> Thanks, proud. I know. Flawless. <laughs> um, the first game for the week is Lost in Translation, Shakespeare Lyric Challenge. Now, I can't remember if we've done this before. Uh, we did Lost in Translation Lyric Challenge before, but nobody knew the songs. So I reached out to the audience and I got songs. Here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give you ooh, the lyrics in Shakespearean english as best as i can um i haven't read these really so uh and then you have to give me the title and if you don't get the title but you get close enough i guess i'll give you a point so before we get like do we have any idea like what genre these songs are coming is this like yeah. top 40 or like where country music what are, what <laughs> um, driver's license a lot of this? <laughs> you jerk all right so we're not doing round two <laughs> wait really <laughs> yeah um there's it's mostly 80s rock which people should know if you've ever been to a waiting room anywhere in the world you've heard these songs <laughs> and there's one newer song and no longer driver's license because someone <laughs> guessed it so <laughs> Noah. okay i thought you, i thought you hadn't heard of that song i still don't know the lyrics <laughs> so i would not have gotten that answer. Okay. do you know that song daniel i do Oh. <laughs> I try to stay uh, I try to stay up on what's hip with, you know, things. Cool with the kids. Round one, I'm sorry if a English accent comes out. I, I won't be able to help it. <clears throat> I can't stand ho this humor deepeth inside of me. Wench, thee just realizeth not what thee doth to me, at which hour thee holdeth me in thy arms so tight. Oh man, I am drawing. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I don't have anything. <laughs> oh, no. uh, uh, can I? Can I guess a band and maybe get close? Uh, I mean, who wrote a sure. lot of '80s love ballads? I don't know. Let's go Def Leppard. I don't know the name of the song <laughs> okay. though. Noah, what's your guess? Yeah, uh, I'm sure to you, Michael. Like knowing the song, it's just painfully obvious that we can't get it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's hard. I, I felt, it felt like a sticks song to me. I think can I, I'm going to go sticks all of okay. their songs. So it's hooked on a feeling by blue suede. Oh. Um, 
I can't fight this feeling deep inside of me. Uh, I can't stand hold this humor deep inside of me. No one will get a point on that one. Maybe we'll do four rounds and whoever gets a point will probably win the game. <laughs> I have a feeling that's what we need. This one might be hard, but I think we've got it. Um, everybody wanteth the thrill. Pay an ought to rolleth the dice. Just one worth timeth. Shum shall winneth. Shum, so some shall loseth. Some worth born to singeth the blues. Oh, I know this one. Okay. You do? Yeah. Whisper it to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have Daniel go first just in case he... Do you Noah, have a guess, Daniel? I, I'm blank. Noah, go for it. Don't stop believing. Yes. Noah yes. gets a point. Don't stop <laughs> believing. Yeah. Got it. Some shall win. Some will lose. Some are born some to sing the blues. Yeah. yeah, the trick is I kind of didn't take from the chorus because I think it's too obvious that way. <laughs> I had to start sing. I had to like sing it all the way until it got to the chorus <laughs> to remember what the song was. But <laughs> this one is a little bit newer, so we'll see how you guys do. Um, Mother hath said, "It's uphill for oddities, stranger crusaders, ain't ever wannabes. The weird and the novelties ever not changeth." Oh, All right, man. Daniel. I carried my weight last time. It's your turn. <laughs> I I feel like I I feel like I'm like in another podcast than you guys. <laughs> like <laughs> there is nothing that's like hidden. With, I'm maybe not like much of a lyric person. I don't know. Um, just because of the mother, even though I know it's totally wrong. Let's go Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's what I was gonna guess. Man, for the, for okay. the exact same logic, but I don't think it's right either. <laughs> I think I think I may have done Bohemian Rhapsody on the first time we did this, but this is High Hopes, Panic at the Disco. Mama said, it's uphill for oddities, stranger crusaders, and ever wannabes um, are the lyrics. Mm. We don't know mm. that one? Okay, that's fine. But we know the last one, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> round uh, four, this is our final round. But I'm effed I, I'm effed for thee. I'm standing on my own own with two feet out of doth way the bullets rip repeating to the soundeth of the did beat. Oh my gosh, no one's going to get this one. But I'm effed I, I'm effed for thee. I'm standing on mine own owneth two feet out of the doth ray the bullets rip repeating to the soundeth of the did beat. Man, reading it, I don't even know what it was. I'm glad I wrote down the title. Man. What's this game this needs song? to go away and never come back. What's this, what's this song rated? Shakespeare? Um, Let's go Gangster's Paradise. Oh, okay. I was, It feels like a cake song to me. I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, this is Another One Bites the Dust by Queen. Oh. Um, I can't even tell you what the original lyrics were. I should have put them in there, but... <laughs> okay, Noah wins the game. That never is going to come back because no one ever wins it. All right, good job. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Noah Michael. got a thing. Yeah, I've won three games in a th- or three oh. games in three three weeks. consecutive podcasts. Wow, that one was well deserved. That was not rigged in any way. The curse has right. broken. It's just hard for everyone. <laughs> I like I like no matter how good you do, Noah. Like you're just you're just deemed the one who's bad at the games. <laughs> I'm trying to break that stigma. Through no fault of your own. Yeah. Michael, when was the last yeah. time you won a game? Um, well, right now. 
right now, you think? All right. Are you guys ready to play What's the Deal? Ready. I'm so ready. All right. We have three What's the Deal questions. Uh, we've played this recently, but the way it works is I'm going to ask you, what's the deal with something? And you have to give me the news story that happened this week concerning this thing. Um, whoever gets closer or whoever's story maybe mentions some of the same elements will get the point. Daniel, as our guest, you get to go first. What's the deal with blue paint? Well, I'll just preface my pitifully poor, poor performance on both games in this podcast in that like, I have not re-entered the news cycle since Lint. I gave up news <laughs> for Lint, and so Good. I have not come back. <laughs> uh, what right. is the deal with blue paint? Um, what is the deal with blue paint? Well, I, I think it. I think it really is. Um, you know, there's a, a city in Caledonia that, like, is just really polluted. P- pollution is a big deal, and and the residents were really bemoaning the fact that they no longer have blue skies. And so, all buildings over ten stories tall are required to paint the eleventh story and up in blue paint. <laughs> so that's the deal with blue paint. That would be pretty sweet. It's like, that's what they do in the Truman Show. They, like, paint a sky far away (laughs) so he doesn't know he's in a bubble. Spoiler. All right, yeah, I just spoiled the Truman Show. I'm so sorry. Uh, Michael, what do you think? (laughs) You know, you're starting out easy. Uh, It's pretty clear. Sherwin-Williams, manufacturer of blue paint. Um, The Sherwin of Sherwin-Williams was canceled this week for putting pineapple on pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. He deserves it. I thought for a second, <laughs> when you first said that name, I thought that was the guy that made the Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island. Uh, that Sh- was Sherwood, Sherwood Schwartz or something Sherwood like Schwartz. that. <laughs> <laughs> that I can remember. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Sherwin-Williams put pineapple on pizza or... I like, I like how Sherwin-Williams is the only manufacturer of blue paint. Yeah. It's yeah. well known. Yeah, yeah it's one. well known. Or Caledonia has to paint their 11th plus story buildings blue. Uh, The correct answer, I'm going to read you the headline. Detroit Pizza Man paints street blue to save people some green money, which is just kind of a silly headline. But anyway, uh, there is a pizzeria in Detroit um, that had some handicapped parking spaces that were not very well signed, uh, not very well communicated that they were handicapped parking spaces. And it was pretty much set up like a tourist trap. Like a lot of people would come to this pizzeria and they'd park in these spots because they looked like they were legitimate spots. And then they'd get a $150 fine. So the pizzeria owner, Tony Sacco. Hey, Tony. Of course. Uh, <laughs> of course his name would be Tony. <laughs> Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey. He got real mad about these spaces. So he went out with a bucket of blue paint and just painted over the handicapped spots. <laughs> <laughs> nice um eventually it got reported in the news the like civil engineer came out and um did an interview about this and i like the article ends with i did the right thing said Sako, standing next to the bright pavement i'm not sure of that part the engineer replied <laughs> so, uh they did agree to change up the way the street works a little bit and make the signage more clear so people would not just get trapped into paying tickets. But uh, yeah, I have to give this one to Daniel because Daniel's had to do whoa, with... Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. whoa. 
Michael, Michael literally had, had pizza. pizza in his. Oh my gosh, you're totally right. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. Wow. To, to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Daniel because it had to do with like civilians getting mad and then painting something blue. Uh, but you're right. Mike, Michael had the pizza point. So <laughs> yeah, pizza I'll give. Point. I'd gladly give this pizza to Michael. <laughs> that was such a weird chance of that working. But yeah, really. Right. So weird, I apparently didn't even notice. All right, Michael yeah. gets the point. Uh, next question, we'll go to Michael first. Michael, what's the deal with the Colosseum? Oh, easy. The Roman Colosseum getting a new floor. They're they're re restoring something. I think it was the floor. But if if you're gonna be picky, I'm gonna say they're restoring the floor. All right, the floor or the subfloor, just to get a oh fine my point gosh, of clarification. really? Whoa. <laughs> Subfloor because you gave me that option. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Daniel, uh, what do you think? After all these years, the Italian government has realized that there are some aspects of our barbarous past that should not be celebrated. And so actually they've closed the Coliseum to public tours because they no longer want to celebrate the mass murdering that took place as a form of entertainment to the people. Canceling the Coliseum. The Coliseum has been canceled. Uh, Daniel, yours is is very nice and nonviolent and uplifting. Um, yeah. Sadly, this is a glorification of the Coliseum. Uh, <laughs> man builds the Lego Coliseum, the largest Lego set at over 9,000 pieces, in a record time of 13 hours and 37 minutes, earning himself a Guinness World Record. So... Wow. Uh, yeah, I guess there's, it's, it's a massive set. I'll post a picture of it, uh, of the Lego Coliseum. Yeah. It's over 9,000 pieces. It's like $700 or something like that. Um, it's, yeah, it's a pretty cool set, but this guy, he wanted to set a record for the fastest build time. So he spent 13 and a half hours consecutively, uh, building this Lego set, which I don't know. I think I have a lot of questions about how hard would it be to get a Guinness World Record? Like, what if I picked a different set and just said, right. I want to build it the fastest. Like, nobody else has ever recorded themselves building this set. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, just buy a three-piece set and <laughs> tell someone from Guinness to show up. You All build right. a minifig. Right, here I go. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to put this in. All right. And he's done. World <laughs> record. <laughs> Baby Yoda. The odd things you can get records for are just, they're just kind of ridiculous. One can always hope that we would get better, but you know, I this does make more sense that that's what the news line would be on the Coliseum here. We we were just there two years ago, yeah, about two years ago for Christmas, and I can mm. tell you, it's still doing real good. They still got all the people going to the Coliseum. Is it like how many people are usually touring that? Ooh, there you go. Um, man, th- well, obviously it was pre, it was just like we were there in January before covid so it was like you know two two months or whatever before covid and so it was like totally unchecked oh gosh. and yeah christmas isn't necessarily the biggest holiday season but like it was crowded like we had to wait a little bit and to get in i don't know what the numbers are but um it, it, there's a lot of people man well yeah i did just post that picture of the lego one in the discord and nice yeah, it's an impressive build for sure. I feel like it would get kind of repetitive to build since it's all the same color and it's kind of the right. same all the way around. But 
it looks cool. It's pretty cool. Bringing it full circle, my my son Isaiah in his Latin, he went to a, a school that like <laughs> like they have to take Latin and all this kind of stuff. And in his uh, final senior project for Latin class, he built the Coliseum in Minecraft. And oh really? Class. Yeah, he he got an A. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. The things people build in Minecraft, yeah, there's yeah. some amazing stuff. Well. Unfortunately, Daniel, I feel like I kind of have to give the point to Michael again because his had to do with building the Coliseum and this was building the Coliseum. I don't know. I I think his might have been a little bit He can have it. I, I, know, I know it's not a popular stance to be a pacifist and so I'm used to losing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that and I support you and I appreciate you. <laughs> um, final question. Daniel, if you can get this one right on the head, we'll give you we'll give you some points. We'll figure that out. I don't know. Let's I'll go. ask the board. Daniel, what's the deal with zebras? There is unfortunately there is a unique thing taking place among the zebra populations as as climates continue to change and as zebras like their migration patterns and their their um, eating adjusts to you know balance out. Zebra's pat- striping pattern has slowly been morphing, and it's hard to tell if you actually just look at a zebra. Like you're like, oh, that looks like zebras always. But like, if you compare zebras now to like 40 and 50 years ago, clearly the black stripes on zebras are getting narrower <laughs> as they have to kind of you know they have to balance out the heat and stuff. So like they're and you know the predators are going down. I don't know. I'm making this up (laughs) (laughs) but the answer is the black stripes are getting narrower on zebras hmm interesting interesting story if it is true michael man that was an elaborate tale that was however (laughs) the fact is at the new york zoo mama zebra gave birth to a beautiful little baby zebra and its name is Two syllables, and let me let me tell you its name. Hold on, um, Franklin. Right, Franklin two, Zebra. Two, right? Franklin depends on how you say it. <laughs> Franklin. Franklin. But baby Fra- Franklin. I accidentally just said Franklin. Now, thank you. Baby no. Franklin was born, and it's making all sorts of of social media uproar because no it's one's, so cute. Yeah. You, that could have been so cool. You could have said like it's it gave birth to a horse, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then went on Jerry Springer for who's the dad of Baby <laughs> <laughs> No, they just went on the Jerry Springer cameo page and asked oh, him yeah. to like send a video back. <laughs> yeah, who's the dad? <laughs> I wonder if you could like make an entire like talk show out of just getting cameo clips and then like cutting them together (laughs) that would be amazing have them say different things we definitely need an investor for that yeah (laughs) it'd get get expensive unless it's all like hockey sports casters because apparently they're like ten (laughs) dollars yeah that's true um all right the deal with zebras a mad that's in quotes mad zebra escaped from a truck in Tennessee, of all places, and went wandering around an elementary school. 
Residents were warned <laughs> and advised to beware of the mad zebra and stay inside. And fortunately, it was caught before anyone was hurt. That's so, awesome. So I don't know the damage a zebra can do. Like if I saw a zebra in the wild, I don't know that I would be afraid of it. Probably mo- mostly confused if it was like where we live. But um, apparently zebras can be dangerous. Have you heard the stories of like people who get like a deer caught in their house or a deer somehow gets caught in the house oh, and then like being able the to videos. get like if a zebra is anything like a deer that's caught up in a house, like the damage they can do is complete and utter destruction. Like they, <laughs> they like flail. I, they flail and they've got all those hard bits and they just like, like walls torn up, everything broken windows smashed out. It's a mess. Yeah. Well, I did just Google zebra dangerous and the little card that came up says zebras also have very different temperaments to horses. They're far more aggressive and a lot more dangerous. Zebras have been known to kick each other to death and they will viciously bite any human that comes too close. And there are even accounts of zebras killing lions. Can I change my answer? A Tennessee man realized he was having a hard time like with security. He like he was getting robbed all the time and so finally he discovered the secret he now has guard zebras in his house. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Instead of yeah like armed guards or anything just put a bunch of hungry zebras out in front of your house. Ferocious zebras, yeah. Man, I don't know. I kind of feel like I have to give it to Michael again. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's, There's always It's all right. Time. <laughs> it's all right. I mean it happens to everybody. Noah, I'm filling in for you this week. Utter zero. <laughs> not a single point. <laughs> Listen, if Shakespeare Lyric Challenge wasn't a complete and utter dumpster fire, maybe we would have had some better points distributions. <laughs> but that was fun, though. I like that. And it never works. Yeah, so. It made me think. <laughs> well, does anybody else have anything to add before we close out our very first Ben free podcast. <laughs> I think I, I mean, I don't want to like circumvent the speak pipe question you've had, but I I'd love to speculate on what does a Ben bachelor or bachelorette party look like? <laughs> like he's the best man, right? So he's kind of, uh, it's up to him to establish what's happening at this party. So I, you guys know Ben a little bit better than me speculate on what you think ben is doing for this bachelor party copious amounts of lemonade (laughs) and christian worship music blasted full volume (laughs) they're just gonna go through his baseball card collection yes Yes, (laughs) like maybe if they really splurge they're like maybe they can like you know do like somebody popping out of a cake and it's gonna be like a minor league baseball player and they're all gonna yeah. just chat about <laughs> someone like, off cameo <laughs> <laughs> the life of a baseball player or like Corey asbury or some right, like yeah. worship leader <laughs> right <laughs> i can just picture them sitting around like a nice dining room table in a well-lit room with like little circuit paper plates and like some nice like square wedges of lemon cake and (laughs) (laughs) lemonade just having nice chats like maybe some classical music playing in the background my bachelor party was me and ben and two other people that remembered to show up getting on a zoom call and playing jackbox for an hour so i don't know that was my bachelor party experience (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh man, my bachelor party. We we were married like up in the mountains of Idaho, kind of a mountain town where we used to oh. love to go camping. And the great thing about Idaho, on, on compared to the state, the mountains in which we live, is Idaho is like a geothermal like playground. Anyway hot springs are everywhere mm. and so we went out to the hot springs and there were cigars involved lots of good times with the boys it was good Whoa. that sounds pretty sweet all right well yeah we want to hear from you about what do you think ben's dream bachelor party is <laughs> <laughs> and you submit that at noodlespodcast.com noodles podcast noodles.com i think and our ssl certificate expired again so i need to fix that yes it did oh, yep, not secure <laughs> i'm getting doxxed web developer you... nerd uh <laughs> 10 out of 10 the bachelor party is going to end in a nice friendly round of florida man <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <You> know that <laughs> for sure <laughs> well everybody thanks for coming on the show uh michael it was great to have you as always daniel great to have you i'm sure we'll have you back again um, glad to be here i think you've been uh, besides michael who i don't know i guess is still a guest somehow i'm still a guest <laughs> i think you've been on the most episodes of the show so thanks for still coming back anyway always happy to be here and michael it's been a pleasure being on at the same time as you yes you too you too it was a long time coming so i'm glad we got it done and it didn't require anyone getting surgery so that's all i'll say about yes that. yes <laughs> All right, well, let's go start a Minecraft server. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands that have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth and the separate the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's god entitle them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare i can't do it <laughs>